0: When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Now another angel who had a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer, together with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne of God the smoke of the incense together with the prayers of the saints went up before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar and hurled it upon the earth. And there came rumblings, flashes of lightning, peals of thunder and an earthquake. Then the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them." The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and it was hurled down upon the earth. A third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. The second angel sounded his trumpet, and something like a huge mountain, all ablaze, was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned into blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel sounded his trumpet, and I saw a star blazing like a torch fall from the sky on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters turned bitter and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. The fourth angel sounded his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon and a third of the stars, so that a third of them turned dark. A third of the day was without light, and also a third of the night. Now as I watched, I saw an eagle flying in midair call out in a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the trumpet blasts about to be sounded by the other three angels. When the fifth angel sounded his trumpet, I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given the key to the shaft of the abyss. When he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it, like the smoke from a gigantic furnace. The sun and the sky were darkened by the smoke from the abyss. And out of the smoke, locusts came down upon the earth. And they were given power like that of scorpions of the earth. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth, nor any plant or tree but only those people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were not given power to kill them, only to torture them for five months. And the agony they suffered, it was like that of the sting of a scorpion when it strikes a man. See, during those days, men will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die but death will elude them. The locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. On their heads, they wore something like crowns of gold and their faces resembled human faces. Their hair was like women's hair and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron and the the sound of their wings, it was like the thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. They had tails and stings like scorpions. And in their tails, they had power to torment people for five months. They had as king over them the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, or in Greek, Apollyon, which means the destroyer. The first woe is past. Two other woes are yet to come. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet and i heard a loud voice coming from the horns of the golden altar that is before god it said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet release the four angels who are bound at the great river euphrates and the four angels who had been kept ready for this very hour and day and month and year were released to kill one-third of mankind The number of the mounted troops was 200 million. I heard their number. The horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A A third of mankind were killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur that came out of their mouths. For the power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like snakes having heads with which they inflict injury. Now, the rest of mankind that were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshiping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood. Idols that cannot see or hear or walk, nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immoralities, or their thefts. Then I saw a mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun, and his legs were like fiery pillars he was holding a little scroll which lay open in his hand. He planted his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land, and he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. Now when he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. And when the seven thunders spoke, (laughs) I was about to write. But then I heard a voice from heaven say, seal up what the seven thunders have said, but do not write it down. Then the angel I'd seen standing on the scene on the land raised his right hand toward heaven, and I heard him swear by him who lives forever, who created the heavens and all that is in them, the earth and all that is in it, and the sea and all that is in them, and said, there will be no more delay. But in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound his trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished just as he announced to his servants, the prophets. Then the voice I had heard from heaven spoke to me once more and said, go and take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who was standing on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel and I asked him to give me the little scroll. He said to me, take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey." So I took the scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. It tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth, but when I'd eaten it, my stomach turned sour. Then I was told, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. I was given a reed like a measuring rod and was told, go, measure the temple of God and the altar and count the worshipers there, but exclude the outer court. Do not measure it because it has been given to the Gentiles and they will trample on the holy city for three and a half years. And I will give power to my two witnesses and they will prophesy for three and a half years clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of the earth. See, if anyone wants to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and devours their enemies. This is how anyone who wants to harm them must die. See, these men have power to shut up the sky so that it will not rain during the time they're prophesying. And they have power to turn the waters into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want. Now, when they have finished their testimony... The beast that comes up from the abyss will attack them and overpower and kill them. Their bodies will lie in the street of the great city, which is figuratively called Sodom and Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified. For three and a half days, men from every people, tribe, language, and nation will gaze on their bodies and refuse them burial. The inhabitants of the earth will gloat over them and will celebrate by sending each other gifts because these two prophets had tormented those who lived on the earth. But after the three and a half days, a breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet, and terror struck those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here, and they went up to heaven in a cloud while their enemies looked on. At that very hour, there was a severe earthquake. A tenth of the city collapsed, 7,000 people were killed in the earthquake, and the survivors were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe has passed. The third woe is coming soon. The seventh angel sounded his trumpet. And there were loud voices in heaven which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry and your wrath has come the time has come for judging the dead and for rewarding your servants the prophets and your saints and those who reverence your name both small and great and for destroying those who destroyed the earth then god's temple in heaven was opened and within his temple was seen the ark of his covenant. And there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and a great hailstorm. A great and wondrous sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun "'with a moon under her feet and a crown of twelve stars on her head. "'She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. "'Then another sign appeared in heaven. "'An enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on his heads. "'His tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. "'Now the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth "'so that he might devour her child the moment it was born.' She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. Now The woman fled into the desert, to the place prepared for her by God where she might be taken care of for three and a half years. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was not strong enough. And they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray, he was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Then there came a loud voice in heaven saying, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers, who accuses him before our God day and night, has been hurled down. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death therefore rejoice you heavens and you who dwell in them but woe to the earth and to the sea because the devil has gone down to you he is filled with fury because he knows that his time is short and when the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child the woman was given the two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to the place prepared for her in the desert where she'd be taken care of by God for three and a half years out of the serpent's reach. But then, from his mouth, the serpent spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and sweep her away with the torrent. But the earth helped the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman, and he went off to make war against the rest of her offspring, those who obey God's commandments and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And the dragon stood on the shore of the sea, and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had seven heads and ten horns and ten crowns on its horns and on each head a blasphemous name. Now the beast I saw resembled a leopard but had feet like that of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his throne and his power and great authority. One of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound. But the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was astonished. And followed the beast men worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast and they also worshiped the beast and said who is like the beast I mean who can make war against him now the beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise his authority for three and a half years he opened his mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name in his dwelling place and those who live in heaven and he was given power to make war against the saints and to conquer them. And he was given authority over every nation, tribe, people, and language. All the inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. All whose names have not been written in the Book of Life belong to the Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. He who has an ear, let him hear. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity he will go. If anyone is to be killed with a sword, with the sword he will be killed. This calls for patience, endurance, and faithfulness on the part of the saints. Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. Now he had two horns like a lamb, but he spoke like a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast on his behalf, and he made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. And he performed great and miraculous signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in full view of men. Now because of the signs he was given power to do on behalf of the first beast, he deceived the inhabitants of the earth. He ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. And he was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that it could speak and to cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. He also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or, or on his forehead, so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mar, which is the name of the beast, or the number of his name. This calls for wisdom. If anyone has insight, let him calculate the number of the beast. For it is man's number. His number is six, six, six. Then. I saw the Lamb standing on Mount Zion and with him, 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. (laughs) And I heard a sound from heaven, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder. The sound I heard was like that of harpists playing their harps. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. See, these are those who did not defile themselves with women, for they kept themselves pure. They were purchased as firstfruits to God and to the Lamb. They follow the Lamb wherever He goes. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. Then I saw an angel flying in midair, having the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth. To every tribe and language and people and nation, He said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. Now a second angel followed him and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her immoralities. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships a beast in his image or receives his mark on the forehead or on the hand, he too will drink of the wine of God's fury which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. He will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever. There is no rest day or night, for those who worship the beast in his image, or for anyone who receives the mark of his name. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. Then I looked, and there before me was a a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was one like a son of man with a crown of gold on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then I saw an angel coming out of the temple. He called in a loud voice to him who was seated on the cloud. He said, Take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who was seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Another angel came out of the temple, and he too had a sharp sickle. Still another angel, who had charge of the fire, came from the altar. He called in a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle. Take your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's vine, because its grapes are ripe. The angel swung his sickle on the earth, gathered its grapes, and threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. They were trampled in the winepress outside the city, and blood flowed from the press, rising as high as a horse's bridles for a distance of 180 miles. I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign, The seven angels with the seven last plagues. Last because with them God's wrath is completed. And I saw what looked like a sea of glass mixed with fire and standing beside the sea those who had been victorious over the beast and his image and over the number of his name. They held harps given them by God and sang the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. It's great and marvelous all your deeds, Lord God Almighty. True and just are your ways, King of the ages. Who will not fear you, O Lord, and bring glory to your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. (laughs) Now after this I looked and in heaven the temple, that is the tabernacle of the testimony, was opened. And out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They were dressed in clean, shining linen and wore golden sashes around their chest. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Then I heard a loud voice coming from the throne. It said to the seven angels who had the seven bowls, go and pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land, and ugly and painful souls broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshiped his image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead man, and every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and on the springs of water, and they became blood. Then I heard the angel in charge of the water say, you are just in these judgments, you who are and who were the Holy One, because you have so judged for they have shed the blood of your saints and prophets and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve and i heard the altar respond yes lord god almighty true and just are your judgments the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun and the sun was given power to scorch people with fire they were seared by the intense heat AND THEY CURSED THE NAME OF GOD WHO HAD CONTROL OVER THESE PLAGUES, BUT THEY REFUSED TO REPENT AND GLORIFY HIM. THE FIFTH ANGEL POURED OUT HIS BOWL ON THE THRONE OF THE BEAST, AND HIS KINGDOM WAS PLUNGED INTO DARKNESS. MEN gnawed THEIR TONGUES IN AGONY AND CURSED THE GOD OF HEAVEN BECAUSE OF THEIR PAINS AND THEIR SOULS, BUT THEY REFUSED TO REPENT OF WHAT THEY HAD DONE. THE SIXTH ANGEL poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three evil spirits. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They looked like frogs, and they performed great and miraculous signs to gather the kings of the earth together for the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come like a thief. Blessed is he who stays awake and keeps his clothes with him, so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. Then they gathered the kings together to the place that in Hebrew is called Harmageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and there came a loud voice from the throne saying, it is done. Then there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. I mean, no earthquake like it has ever occurred since man has been on earth. So tremendous was the quake. The great city was split into three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every island fled away, and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones of about a hundred pounds each fell upon men. And they cursed God on account of the plague of hail, because the plague was so terrible. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and he said to me, come, I will show you the punishment of a great prostitute who sits on many waters. With her, the kings of the earth committed immorality and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then the angel carried me away in the spirit to a desert. There, I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns and ten crowns on its horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones, and pearls. She, she held a golden cup in her hand, filled with abominable things and the, the filth of her adulteries. This title was written on her forehead, Mystery Babylon the Great the mother of prostitutes and of the abominations of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints, the blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. Then the angel said to me, Why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and of the beast she rides, which has the seven heads and 10 horns. The beast you saw once was, now is not, and yet will come up out of the abyss and go to its destruction. The inhabitants of the earth whose names have not been written in the book of life from the creation of the world will be astonished when they see the beast because he once was, now is not, and yet will come. Now this calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. They are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, the other has not yet come, but when he does come, he must remain for a little while. Now the beast who once was, now is not, and yet will come is an eighth king. He belongs to the seven and is going to his destruction. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but who for one hour will receive authority as kings along with the beast. They have one purpose and will give their power and authority to the beast. They will make war against the lamb, but the lamb will overcome them because he is Lord of lords and king of kings. And with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. Then the angel said to me, The waters you saw where the prostitute sits are peoples, nations, multitudes, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to give the beast their power to rule until God's words are fulfilled. The woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great! She's become a home for demons and a haunt for every evil spirit, a haunt for every unclean and detestable bird. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. For her sins are piled up to heaven and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she is given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Mix her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torture and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I am not a widow and I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day her plagues will overtake her. Death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. When the kings of the earth, who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury, see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her. Terrified at the torment, they will stand far off and cry, Whoa, whoa, oh great city, oh Babylon, city of power. In one hour, your doom has come. Now the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen, purple silk and scarlet cloth, every sort of citron wood and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron and marble cinnamon and spice incense myrrh and frankincense wine and olive oil fine flour and wheat cattle and sheep and horses and and carriages and bodies and souls of men they will say the fruit you long for is gone from you all your riches and splendor have vanished never to be recovered the merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off when they seek the smoke of her burning, they will exclaim, whoa, 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 great city, dressed in fine linen, purple silk, and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones, and pearls. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Now every sea captain and all who travel by ship, the sailors, and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will exclaim, Was there ever a city? Like this great city, they will throw dust on their heads and with weeping and mourning, cry out, Whoa, whoa, great city, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth. In one hour, she has been brought to ruin. Rejoice over her, O heavens. Rejoice, saints and apostles and prophets, for God has judged her for the way she treated you. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone, and he threw it into the sea, and he said, With such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of harpists and musicians will never be heard in you again. No workmen of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's great men by your magic spell all the nations were led astray in her was found the blood of the prophets and of the saints and of all who have been killed on the earth after this i heard what sounded like a great multitude in heaven shouting hallelujah salvation and glory and power belong to our God for true and just are his judgments he has condemned the great prostitute who corrupted the earth by her adulteries he has avenged on her the blood of his servants and again they shouted hallelujah the smoke from her goes up forever and ever (laughs) the four living creatures and the 24 elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and praised God saying amen Hallelujah! Then I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him both small and great. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder shouting hallelujah for our lord god almighty reigns let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready fine linen bright and clean was given her to wear See, fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. Then the angel said to me, Right, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. (laughs) And he added, These are the true words of God. Well, at this, I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, Do not do it. I am a fellow servant with you and with your brothers, the prophets, and of all who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Then I saw heaven standing open. And there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and makes war. His eyes are like blazing fire and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He's dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, bright and clean. Out of his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the fury of the winepress of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. <laughs> then I saw an angel standing in the sun who cried out in a loud voice to all the birds flying in midair. He said, Come, gather together for the great supper of God, so that you may eat the flesh of kings, generals, and mighty men, of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all people, free and slave small and great. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against the rider on the horse and his army. But the beast was captured and with him the false prophet who had performed the miraculous signs on his behalf. With these signs he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. The rest of them were killed with a sword that came out of the mouth of the rider on the horse, and all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh. Then I saw an angel coming down from having, having the key to the abyss and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray, and he bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until the thousand years are ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. And I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony for Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy are those who are part in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him For a thousand years. Now, when the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from his prison, and he will go out to deceive the nations of the four corners of the earth Gog and Magog to gather them for battle. In number, they are like the sand on the seashore. They, They marched across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire came down from heaven to earth and devoured them. And the devil, who deceived them, was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented, day and night, forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated on it. Earth and sky fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead there in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead there in them, and each person was judged according to what he had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, He was thrown into the lake of fire. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband, For the old order of things has passed away. He was seated on the throne and said, I am making everything new. Then he said to me, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To him who is thirsty, I will give to drink without cost from the spring of the water of life. He who overcomes will inherit all this and I will be his God and he will be my son. But the cowardly The unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls, he came and he said to me, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away to a mountain great and high, and he showed me. The new Jerusalem, the holy city coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and its brilliance was like that of a very precious jewel, like a a jasper, as clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates and with 12 angels at the gates. On the gates were the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. There were three gates on the east three in the south, three in the north, and three in the west. (laughs) The wall of the city had 12 foundations and on them are written the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Now the city was laid out like a square as long as it was wide. He measured the city with a rod and he found it to be 1,500 miles in length. It is wide and high as it is long. He measured its wall and it was 215 feet thick by man's measurement which the angel was using. Now the wall was made of jasper, and the city of pure gold as pure as glass. The foundations of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth burrow, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysopracy, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The 12 gates were 12 pearls, each gate made of a single pearl. The great street of the city was made of pure gold, like transparent glass. And I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. See, on no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit and yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. See, no longer will there be any curse the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city and his servants will serve him they will see his face and his name will be written on their foreheads they will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the Sun for the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. Behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. But he said to me, do not do it. I am a fellow servant with you and with your brothers of prophets and of all who keep the words of this book. Worship God. Then the angel said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book because the time is near. Let him who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let him who is vile continue to be vile. But let him who does right Continue to do right, and let him who is holy continue to be holy. Behold, I am coming soon, and my reward is with me, and I will give to everyone according to what they have done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to go through the gates into the city, outside of the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the murderers, the sexually immoral, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. The Spirit. and the bride say come and let him who hears say it come whoever is thirsty let him come whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds anything to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes words away from this book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Just, I want to remind you, the time is near, and we have a window to do what the Lord has called us to do. And that window is closing. And I just uh, I want to encourage you to finish strong. Um, and uh, just be prepared for what we're, we're about to deal with and try to prepare others. Um, we, want, we don't want to be those who shrink back. We want to be those who, who have that patience, faithfulness, and endurance that John speaks about. That's what's needed as we see Jesus getting closer. And I just pray that these words will haunt you. God will use them to, to send you out, to do his will, to finish strong, and that you will be bold and courageous, and you will have an amazing testimony for those to draw others to receive the free gift of the water of life. What an offer. So please, put this to use. Thank you. There's some picture folders of kids that need help back there on the table and some, some other books for about the end times. I can't encourage you enough to be getting back into that and be awake, because it'll, it'll inspire you to be telling people about Jesus in a, an amazingly relevant way. We've always used God's number one credentials, basically, that he's in control of all time. That's what prophecy is about. That's why every time somebody shared the gospel, it was always in that context. See what God has done. See how he said he was going to do that. Here's what he's going to do next. That's our, that's our good news. So put that to use. Thank you. Thank you.